My guest today on the Ridden Cast is Kate Strachny. She is the founder of Dedicated, a company focused on helping data companies reach their audiences through the Dedicated Conference and Dedicated Circle. She is a LinkedIn top voice in data science and analytics and a LinkedIn Creator Accelerator program member. Kate is also a YouTuber and author. In this interview, we explore her data science journey and talk about her upcoming O'Reilly Media book. Thank you, Kate, for taking the time to join me today. Let's start with your journey. How did you get into data science and analytics? I joined the space in 2014 when I was searching for a role that could allow me to work remotely, which is now a lot more common than it was then. It was love at first sight when I was provided access to a database and a tool for analysis, Tableau software. I then worked as an insight strategy manager, built numerous dashboards, taught courses on the topic, and now run a data analytics media company. You have used LinkedIn extensively to advance your career. How can one use LinkedIn to develop a personal brand in tech? You can use LinkedIn to build a personal brand by consistently posting valuable content others want to consume and engage with. Posting three times a week on a topic you truly care about can go a very long way. How does creating a personal brand on LinkedIn help you gain a competitive advantage? Creating a personal brand on LinkedIn can help you stand out from the crowd and turn you into a positive magnet for awesome opportunities. Some of the cool opportunities that came my way via LinkedIn include being selected as a top voice of data science and analytics, authoring a book with O'Reilly, facilitating an ML course for a top-tier university, several job offers, speaking opportunities, podcast interviews, and more. What role do keywords play in developing a personal brand on LinkedIn? Selecting four to five words that relate to your brand can help you focus your content. You can also use hashtags that relate to your brand in your post to help reach your target audience. How can one be authentic while creating a personal brand online? It's literally as simple as just being yourself. Be authentic, and don't try to sound smarter than you are. This can help you overcome any imposter syndrome as well. Take your audience on a journey, show them the successes and failures, show them behind-the-scenes footage of your projects, etc. Don't be afraid to share some personal stories, even outside of your personal brand. For example, I share mostly data analytics or AI content but sometimes I'll post about a book I'm reading, or a marathon I'm running, etc. What types of content have you seen perform best on LinkedIn? The types of content tend to vary. Right now polls are doing great, at getting impressions, and carousel, document, posts are also performing well. Any post that starts a conversation is considered a good one. How can one create content consistently on LinkedIn even when they feel like they have run out of ideas? If you've run out of ideas, you can document your journey-talk about what you are working on or learning. Here are more topics for those that need help. Talk about your career progression or tell your story. Interview someone else and tell their story. Describe what a typical day in the life looks like for you. Discuss how you overcame an obstacle at school or work. Describe highlights from an event you attended. Summarize some key findings from a book you read. Tell a customer success story. Talk about a business that you think is doing something innovative. Describe how to do something. Step-by-step guides are helpful. Discuss your reaction to a blog post or news article. Share your thoughts on where you think your industry is going in the next five years.
Create a list of the top 10 something, blogs, companies, people, etc. Write a review of a product or service that moved you. Provide a glossary of key terms in your domain. Host a conda session with your audience. How did you transition from being employed to starting your own company? How did you make the scary jump? I always wanted to be an entrepreneur, this was the right time for me. It was a dream since I was in fourth grade selling homemade custom bookmarks to my classmates. Tells a little about your work at Dedicated. What motivated you to start organizing conferences? I absolutely love bringing the data community together. This is what motivated me to start my first online conference in October 2020. Since then, I've run a total of six events, all of them extremely fun. What has been the most fulfilling thing that came from organizing dedicated conferences? Reading feedback from speakers, participants, and sponsors that tell me this was very beneficial for them. That is the best part. How did the dedicated conferences help companies that are interested in participating? The amazing supporting sponsors gain brand recognition, and the ability to share their thoughts, products, and services with the data community. You are an author of various books. You have an upcoming book in partnership with O'Reilly. Tell us what motivated you to work on ColorWise? I'm extremely excited about ColorWise. I've always been passionate about visual best practices and telling the world about how they can make slight changes and improvements to their charts and graphs that can go a long way in helping their audience understand. I wanted to focus on color because I noticed the most brilliant data scientists that understood complex code and algorithms seemed to be stuck when selecting colors for their final products. I wanted to provide a place where they can go to learn more about best practices and the intentional use of color. You are big on data storytelling. What role does color play in telling a good story? Your data chart or graph should be clear to read by your audience without color. The color should then be added in to help tell a specific story or call out a specific data point. You can use color intentionally to drive your audience's focus. Give us a few color tips and tricks from ColorWise. Avoid using too many colors, it gets confusing after 5. Keep your audience in mind. Cultural associations with color make an impact. Consider color vision deficiency. Some people have trouble differentiating between colors, such as red and green. In ColorWise, you talk about various types of colors used in data visualization. How should one choose colors for data visualization? There are different methods for choosing colors. Sometimes we are limited to brand colors, other times we can select colors found in nature that make logical sense. For example, use the color brown for chocolate and red for strawberries. In other cases, we have to simply experiment with color palettes. It's always important to consider your audience and their culture. While red can be a negative color in the Western world, it is seen as a color of celebration in the East. How can data scientists use color to enhance the accessibility of their visualizations? Color vision deficiency or color blindness can hinder your audience's ability to decipher between different colors. Be considerate of those members and have your visualization tested online to see what it looks like to colorblind individuals. What are some common color mistakes that you see being made by data scientists with their visualizations? Accepting the default settings in their tool of choice is one of the mistakes I see. Sometimes those default settings can work but usually, you can make improvements by being intentional with the use of color. Go grayscale and add specific colors as needed. 
What are some books in data science and machine learning you would recommend? Storytelling with Data by Cole Nussbaumer Knopflick is one of my favorites for data visualization. What is your advice for upcoming data scientists? Focus on learning the right skills, at least 30 to 40% of them, and simultaneously build your personal brand and portfolio. Can take this course on LinkedIn Learning on Personal Branding.